Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is, I'm not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Hey, friends, welcome back to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Some of you noticed that we did not have an episode last week. And you know what? Accidents happen. It's totally okay. My design and desires to make sure we get an episode out last week. But we had some technical difficulties. And you know what? It just happens. It's totally okay. But I appreciate everybody noticing, reaching out. I'm fine. Everything's good. I mean, you saw me, you saw me put everything else up online, so you knew I was hanging around. But uh, sorry to skip out on the episode last week. It just happens. I'm not stressed out about it. But I appreciate you guys making sure I'm okay. Today what I want to do is, this is um, a a portion of a talk that I have given uh, twice this week, and people have resonated with it, so I thought, let me put it up on the podcast. And I've had the wonderful opportunity this week to speak um, to some realtors, I've spoken to some authors, and this talk comes out of that. So what I'd like to do is, I'm going to be talking about uh, an effective way in which you can leverage social media and how you can start at a base and build from there. And we're going to do that today, but it's going to be uh, shaped around my story. And so that means I get to talk about running. you got to hang in there for the first five minutes. But please, the example I use from running is going to apply to your social media. I'd use, I don't know, uh, repairing a car example, but I don't know anything about repairing a car. What I know is running. So here we go. Uh, you've heard portions of this before, but maybe a few wrinkles in the details. So so you guys, uh, if you've ever listened to the show, you know running is one of my passions. And I first started running in 2009 and literally went for a three-mile run because I was bored and everybody was asleep. And I came home and said, I'm going to run a marathon and I want to qualify for Boston. So marathon's 26.2 and Boston's difficult to qualify for. So I jumped into running quickly, just caught a passion for it. And in 2012, um, I was really beginning to find my stride. I was three years into a runner. And in that year, I ran three marathons. And in fact, on 12-12-12, I won the 12-12-12 marathon. On uh, December 12, 2012, there were 12 runners. And I won that marathon. And I was like, I am, this is working. I'm getting there. Hadn't qualified for Boston yet. And you know what? I hopped in my car and then immediately opened the door and puked my guts out. That's not the way it's supposed to work. But I was like, I am getting there. Um, Despite running well that day, something wasn't right. Now, in my story, 2013 is when my body began to be racked with seizures and I lost my brain and my mind for about two years. And I remember... Just less than a year later, in 2013, we moved here to Virginia, and I was going out for a run. At that time, we lived in an apartment complex, and I would run around the the parking lot. And I remember stopping about half a mile in and just crying. My body and my brain would not line up together. And I just couldn't even run a mile. And, And I'm less than a year from having run three marathons in one year. And it took a a combination of getting my seizure meds right, changing my diet, changing my sleep and water and all those things for me to be able to start running distance again. And it was late, uh, two years later, I finally ran a marathon again, incredibly slow, and it ended with me puking again. Again, that's not the ideal. You're not supposed to end marathons that way. So 
I began to put uh, body and mind back together. Great doctor. He helped me with nutrition. Things began to come together. But I needed some plan that would work for me. And I knew that I couldn't train like I used to, but something had to work. So I downloaded an app called Run Less, Run Faster. It's a great marketing tool, right? You're going to run less and you're going to get faster. The app is still out there. I do love it. And I downloaded it, and it was a a three-day-a-week plan. On the first day of the week, which is typically my Monday, you run intervals, which is a series of sprints and rest. Sprints and rest. And the app would tell you, hey, uh, do a quarter mile in, uh, sprint with a quarter mile rest and, and, or a half mile and, or one mile. And, and that's what you did on the first day. Midweek, you did what's called uh, a mid-tempo run. So it's a little bit longer and it's a speed somewhere between your sprint and your marathon pace. And so it teaches the body to hold an, an aerobic feel for a longer period of time. And then on the weekend, you do your long run, 13, 15, 17, 20 miles, something like that. And it was like, just do this three days a week, and you're going to be able to train for a marathon and eventually get faster. Well, that worked for me and my body and my mind at that point in time. So I think it was 2015 or 2016 is when I first started this plan, and that's what I did. I ran three days a week, and I ran a marathon. And eventually, I did it and got faster. I broke a four-hour marathon. I broke a 345 marathon. And then I began to stall around 330. I knew something needed to change, but that plan worked to begin with. Well, what happened was, uh, eventually, on Tuesdays, the day after my intervals, I was sore. And I thought, well, I'm just going to go out for a small shakeout run. Now, a shakeout run is when you run mileage, and you don't care what the pace is at all. You're literally shaking out the soreness. So I was doing sprints on Monday, and I thought, you know what, I can add something on Tuesdays. And then all of a sudden, I was like, you know what, on Thursdays, like, you know, I think I can, I think I can do some hills. And I started adding on more, and I started to get uh, creative and finding ways to, to continue running. And then the workouts themselves started to improve. I started getting more quality workouts. Like, I could hit the times that the app was suggesting. And that was what I built upon for me to eventually qualify for Boston and run Boston. And I now use that app today still as a three-run framework, but I add around it. So right now I'm training for the Richmond Marathon, and I'm running six days a week. Three of those are coming from that app, and the other ones are typically either hills or shakeout runs. And so, but that's how I had to build back running methodologies for myself that would work because I had to go basically from nothing to how could I do it? I added three, then I got creative and added a couple others in there, and then the quality of my runs started to improve. That is exactly how you can begin growing your brand and your presence on social media. Let me take a sip here. Let me explain. I'm going to use that same framework for your social media. We're going to talk about consistency, we're going to talk about creativity, and we're going to talk about quality. Because remember, that's what I had to do. On the marathon training, I had to get consistent again. I started with three days a week. I had to get creative. I had to find a way to, to squeeze in more runs, which I wound up doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then I had to get quality workouts. That's quality workouts, hitting the pace numbers, being more consistent and more uh, observant of what the paces needed to be. And that's what helped me build back to be a better runner. If you take the same approach 
for your social media, you will grow your brand and your presence, your followers and all those things. Let me explain the correlation. Again, we're looking at consistency, we're looking at creativity, and we're looking at quantity. Let's talk about consistency first. With Let's take Facebook, okay? In Facebook, at best, 12.5% of your friends see your content. So if you got a 1,000 friends, maybe 125 people are going to see it, right? That's just the way it is. Unless you all of a sudden get a post that takes off or get a little bit of a boost, 12.5% is what you're going to see, are going to see your post, excuse me. 12.5% of them are not going to like it, and really 12.5% are not going to comment. So if you do a post and you get 10 likes, I mean, listen, that you're in the algorithm, right? But no one's going to find your feed unless you're posting regularly. If you're posting once a week, barely anyone's going to see you. Think about the algorithm as a river. And if you're only posting once a week, you're not in the stream of that river. you got your toe in the water, really. You've got to start getting consistent for the algorithm to integrate you and push you to others. So I recommend, honestly, just start out exactly as I did as a runner. Commit to three days a week. Commit to three days a week. I'm going to post on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever your platform is, three days a week. If you're not posting regularly, start there. Three days a week. Now, I, if you ask me how many should you be doing, I'm going to tell you seven days a week because you want to get in the algorithm and you want the algorithm consistent to promoting you and pushing you and you want to be consistent in front of eyeballs. But if you're not doing anything regularly at all, go to three days a week. Get into the algorithm. Let people get used to seeing you. You know, it's a lot like a TV show used to be. It used to be, like on Thursday nights, we'd all tune in because we knew on Thursday nights it was Friends and Seinfeld. It doesn't work that way quite as much anymore now that we have streaming services. But it used to be, hey, if we're going to watch Friends and Seinfeld, we've got to get there on Thursday because we know that's when it comes up. In the same way, when you become consistent in posting, then people get conditioned to seeing your content. So if you're a Monday, Wednesday, Friday person, people are going to get used to seeing things on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And so starting out three days a week minimum, that consistency is going to help people find you. It's going to help you grow an audience and eventually move towards your goals. But just like in marathon training, I had to become creative and add in more content if I really wanted to hit my goals. Started out accidentally. Started out that on Tuesdays I was sore and I just had to get a shakeout run. And then it was like, you know what? I, I can I can handle Tuesdays. And then I needed another run. So then I started going with hill runs. And so at first it was creative. How can I creatively find more runs here? This Monday, Wednesday, Friday is great, but it's not getting me where I wanted. I had to be creative in that to find those runs, and I found them. So in the same way for you, become creative in your content. You don't have to be creating uh, you know, viral TikToks like you're a junior cin- uh, a cinematographer. If you can, that's great. But become creative. Find ways to speak to your audience. Find ways to look for creative photos. Find crea- creative ways to do a video or use music. There's tons of opportunities for creativity. The challenge is, is we all think, oh my goodness, I can't do this. Or we think no one's going to want to see it. Or we're going to be embarrassed. And here's the thing. We're all embarrassed when we get started. Some of my old content is miserable. And I might look at this next year and go, this has got to go down. But the whole thing is, we've got to grow in creativity. And when we have creativity, that gets more engagement. 
So you started with consistency. You've gotten into that flowing river. The algorithm is now getting used to you and promoting you to others. People are engaging. Then, once they've consistently seen you, you're putting out creative content. They want to see more. I enjoy when you do this. This is funny, whatever the case may be. But we've got to get to that third point. Just like me with my running, I needed quality runs. That means I needed to have pace goals and I needed to hit those pace goals. And when I got good at those pace goals, I needed to up them. The runs needed to be quality. It didn't mean that every one of those runs were that, but consistently over a training cycle, I'd have quality after quality run. And when I was not doing that, I was not making the progress. So for you, when you're doing social media, you got to be consistent. You got to get out there at least three days a week and begin to up that number. You've got to be creative. You got to figure out how to use video, music. You do eventually have to figure out how to edit and various things like that. But then quality content. If you want to build a brand or a presence, you have got to be giving something that people find interesting. If you're a coach, you've got to coach. If you're an entrepreneur, you got to share the journey and you got to teach about entrepreneurship. If you're a chef, you can't just take a picture of the food. you got to show me how you made the food. Quality content. If you're a realtor, don't just show me the house. Teach me about the house. Teach me about the market. Teach me about the neighborhood. Those things help you stand out. Again, you want to be in the river, into the algorithm with consistency. You want to then begin to get people's attention through creativity, using video, using edits, using music, and then quality Give me something to make me care about it. Teach me, educate me, whatever the case may be. When you begin to do that, you will grow your social media presence and it'll get better and better over time. We made a commitment months ago that on our Instagram page, which is Capitalized Marketing, we were gonna be producing a video every morning between 7.30 and 8.30, every morning. Pure coaching, that's it. Just giving out coaching content, not asking for a thing, just coaching content, seven days a week. In those three months, we've seen our audience grow. Why? Because we became consistent. We became creative, and it became quality. It's gotten better time after time. We're going to keep that up. It, it takes me 60 seconds to film it. It takes me about five minutes to get it up. That's what it takes for me every single morning. You don't have to do that, but that kind of consistency, kind of creativity, kind of quality is going to help you be found when you want to build a presence or build an online brand. Well, friends, I hope that this makes sense for you right now. I hope it's helpful. I hope it's instructive. And if you have more questions, just reach out to me. You can find me everywhere. You can find me on Facebook by name. You can find our Instagram page for the company, Capitalized Marketing. I have a private Facebook group where we give this kind of content that is exclusive every single day on top of what we're filming for the Instagram page. That group's called Capitalize Your Best. So if you go to the private Facebook group, Capitalize Your Best, you will find three questions. And you've got to answer those three questions because that protects the group from bots who are trying to sell Bitcoin all the time. So please answer the questions. If you try to join without the questions, we're going to decline it, but we're going to send a message back and go, hey, please answer these questions. If you want more of this stuff, that's where you'll find it at Capitalize Marketing on Instagram or at Capitalize Your Best, our private Facebook group. You'll find us also on TikTok, a little bit of similar content overlay, but the Instagram and the private group, different content on both pages. So friends, I hope this is helpful. Make a commitment this week to be create, excuse me, to be consistent, 
with your posting. Be creative in what you're what you're putting out there, and then quality content to make people care, so that you can entertain, educate, whatever the case may be, what you're going for. I've loved catching up with you. If you want to know more about our coaching, you can always find that at capitalizeyourbest.com. That's capitalizeyourbest.com, or you can just reach out to me. Uh, you can find me everywhere. I'll be glad to respond to you. Thanks, friends, and I can't wait to see you again next week. Bye-bye. How do you shorten the time it takes to buy a car? Car buying just got easier. Polhanka365.com lets you complete as much or as little of the car buying process online. Polhanka365.com Car buying simplified. Anytime, anywhere. Small business owners, you should be praised for wanting to grow your business. That's a good thing, and not everybody has the guts to do it. As a business owner myself, I know you've overcome obstacles that people don't even know about. Hi, my name is Gordon Duncan, the owner of Capitalized Marketing and Consulting, and I want you to know that if your business hasn't grown like you want it to, it's not your fault. If it's not COVID getting in the way, it's ridiculous things like changing social media algorithms. You're right in thinking that very few people are doing small businesses any favors right now. But Capitalized Marketing and Consulting is here to help. We've created a 90-day course that is guaranteed to grow the revenue of your business. It will give you the tools that you've been looking for. And as a certified coach, I would be with you along the way. If you would like to learn more about our program, just visit CapitalizeYourBest.com and get started enjoying the success you deserve. Again, that's CapitalizeYourBest.com, and I can't wait to celebrate all you accomplish.